Welcome to the Messy Mind Podcast, a show to support you in seeing that messiness can lead to your light bulb moments. I'm your host, Tammy L. Davis. For quite some time, I've been wanting to do something a bit different on the podcast, and now is the perfect time to release it. I want to talk about a topic that is near and dear to my heart, and that is, of course, communication. Yes, I have released podcast episodes speaking about communication, but this is going to be a bit different. I know firsthand how powerful it can be to connect with others and build strong relationships. But unfortunately, not everyone is blessed with natural communication skills. For many people, communication can be a source of anxiety, frustration, and confusion. Maybe you struggle to articulate your thoughts clearly, or maybe you find yourself stumbling over your words in high-pressure situations, or maybe perhaps... Like me, you feel like you're not able to connect with others in a meaningful way, leading to strained relationships and missed opportunities. Whatever your specific communication challenge may be, the consequences of not solving them can be severe. We all know, and I'm sure you have experienced, I know I have, what poor communication can lead to, which is, of course, misunderstandings, hurt feelings, and damaged relationships. And one thing that I'm seeing over and over again that people are asking for support is, how do I even avoid getting into those situations? Can you tell me what the communication mistakes are? That's what this series is going to be about. I'm going to break down the top five communication mistakes and how to overcome them. So welcome to the podcast series, Break Bad Habits. Learn how to overcome the top five communication mistakes. In this episode, we will kick off the series with mistake number one. Can you guess what it is? What do you think it is? (laughs) Yes, if you guessed poor listening skills, you are spot on. I'm sure you have heard the saying, we have two ears and one mouth for a reason, but that doesn't stop us from being fully present to when someone is speaking to us or our full attention is needed when we are listening to a webinar, in a meeting, or even having a face-to-face conversation with one person or in front of many people. We have shifted to a culture of multitaskers doing too many doggone things at one time as opposed to being fully present in the moment. And that, of course, is affecting our poor listening skills. We also are in a space of distractions. People often have, including myself, numerous distractions that can divert their attention away from active listening. This includes, like I just said, multitasking, technology, external noises. External noises for me is a big one because if I hear something, that's why anytime I do a presentation, especially in front of others, um, in a live setting, that is, I always say, please eliminate or please minimize, please 
do not have any side conversations because I'm like a, a cat with a laser light. I will be so distracted to that sidebar conversation as opposed to me listening and presenting to others. Distractions is main reason why we now have poor listening skills. Number two, I would say is the lack of focus. Individuals, including again myself, struggle to maintain focus and concentration, making it very difficult to fully engage in the listening process. I would also like to add, which is kind of interesting aspect that I've been exploring lately, but preconceived notions and biases. There might be moments where people approach conversations with preconceived notions or biases which can hinder their ability to truly listen and understand different perspectives. An excellent example of this is that if you didn't know, my husband and I are doing a renovation. We purchased the worst house in one of the best neighborhoods in Maryland and the house really was on its last leg. We are in the process of renovating the entire house, not only on the inside, but of course the outside. And one of the first things that we did, major renovations that we did was on the outside. Always say that in the in the back of our house, we had a jungle, um, which we did. We eliminated all those trees. And then in the front of the house, we also eliminate the trees. And also I say the jungle because the back of the house, it really was at hazard. There were just too many old unattended trees that really would have caused damage to the home. In the area that we live in also, our little pocket were prone to severe thunderstorms. It was time for those trees to go because again, I really like the house. I can't wait to be done with the renovations and I didn't want a tree eliminating my possibility of really enjoying the house. Because we live in a neighborhood with an HOA, one of the things that we needed to do was submit an architectural request. And we had already took down a, all the trees. <laughs> and so we got a little, you know, hand slapped on that because we didn't, we didn't know the process. Yes, we did look at the HOA guidelines, but in the guidelines, it says that if there are trees on your property that are um, a nuisance or going to cause potential damage or is seen as a threat, then you can take those trees down. Well, obviously the HOA committee had different thoughts. There's another tree. There's this just last tree that we want to take down to the front that I, I told my husband the other day. I said, the tree is dying and is crying because there are no leaves on the tree. The bark is peeling away. Every time we go outside, we see new bark pieces on the ground and it really needs to come down. So this time we said, you know what? We are going to submit an application for the HOA architectural committee to review it. We are going to do it the way evidently that we were supposed to the first time. They just want to know our site plans, what we plan on doing. They're asking for us to, which we did submit just a write-up of what we plan on doing, but we also need to add verification or a statement from a tree person that basically says, yes, this tree is dead and it needs to come down. Now we've already provided pictures. We already have provided visual documentation that the tree needs to go, but the chair of the committee, he wants something from a tree person saying that this tree needs to go and why, even though they have the visual. I was overhearing a conversation that my husband was having with the architectural chair and it was a clear example of poor listening skills. My husband was trying to 
understand and still is trying to understand the process of how you go about, you get our application, you have the committee meeting, and then you vote on it. This is the first time we live in an HOA community. This is the first time that we've had to deal with a committee who needs to review what we want to do. And my husband was asking clarifying questions. But because I heard the head of the architectural committee was coming in with his preconceived notions and biases, and I believe his preconceived notions and biases are, who are you to ask what the process is? Just follow it and let's be done with it. Again, because he was coming in with his notion and biases, I don't think anyone has ever asked for the process. It truly was hindering his ability to truly listen and understand what my husband was asking. He was asking for clarification of the process to make sure that we give them everything that they need in order to meet, approve our submission, and we can move forward with our renovation on the outside. In addition to some of the items that might cause poor listening skills, overemphasis on speaking. Society often emphasizes the importance of speaking and being heard and your voice matters, leading individuals to prioritize their own thoughts and ideas over listening to others. Even in that same conversation or even in that same example that I gave you, the committee chair kept on over talking my husband because that was an example of he was more concerned with speaking and getting his point across as opposed to listening what was actually being asked of him. And I also would say the last area which might lead individuals to have poor listening skills is a lack of awareness. Some people are not fully aware of their own listening habits or the impact that they have on communication. They may not even realize the importance of active listening as it relates to communicating as a whole. In the beginning where I had said that we have, and I'm sure you heard the saying that we have two ears and one mouth for a reason, for some individuals, they don't have that awareness. They don't understand that, again, poor listening skills or really lack of awareness that they have poor listening skills really impacts the communication. And I'm going to say the relationship that they have with others. That was mistake number one in this multi-part podcast series. Again, mistake number one, poor listening skills. I hope this was a benefit to you and I cannot wait to share the other mistakes in this podcast series, Break Bad Habits, How to Overcome the Top 5 Communication Mistakes. Thank you for joining us this time on the Messy Mind Podcast. Please visit our website at themessymindpod.com. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you'll never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you found value in this episode, we'd appreciate a rating on Apple Podcasts or simply tell a friend about the show. Always remember to embrace the messiness. It can lead to your light bulb moments.